welcome to Mr. Biz Radio, biz talk for biz owners. During the next half hour, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth, a leading business advisor and two-time best-selling author, will cover topics that will help business owners run their companies more profitably and more efficiently. If you're ready to stop faking the funk and take your business onward faking and upward, this show is for you. And now, here's Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Mr. Biz Radio with me, Mr. Biz, Ken Wentworth. And for those not watching on YouTube, hint, hint, you can check out the show there as well. We have a very special guest for you this week. So let me let me give you a little intro and see if you can guess who this is. So he he's an investor. He has $2.3 billion of assets under management. He's an eight-time, not six, not seven, but eight-time best-selling author. He is the founder, this is going to give it away, This is, he's the founder of the 10X movement. For those of you watching on YouTube, you can see, and, and by the way, I got my, got my 10X tie on as well. Uh, and he's the CEO of Cardone Capital. He's the star of Undercover Billionaire and everyone's favorite billionaire uncle, Uncle G. Lewis Curtis. Oh, what, what, wait a minute, not Lewis Curtis, Grant Cardone. Welcome to the show, Mr. Cardone. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. And what, what is that line about the funk? Don't fake the funk. Don't fake the funk. Love that. Keep it real. Don't fake the funk, man. Too many people fake the funk. They talk the talk. They don't walk the walk, you know? And and that's why, Ken, I I, so uh, when Discovery called me about doing Undercover Billionaire and said, hey, look, you're going to we're going to drop you off somewhere you've never been. You're not going to have any money. You can't use your name, can't use your social network, can't call any of your contacts. And uh, you got to start a new business with one hundred dollars and build into a million dollar business in 90 days. I was like, Let's go because you can't fake that. No, you can't fake it. And by the way, I was going to lay out that premise, but I appreciate you doing it. So, and by the way, the other part that's amazing about this is you're you're betting on yourself because if you are unsuccessful, it's going to cost you a million bucks. One million U.S. dollars. So, one million dollars. Uh, one million. And I don't want to. I don't want to lose a million dollars. I'd rather make it than lose it. And and more importantly than losing the million would be. If I don't pull this off, my brand would get tarnished, which would be like I'm, a, I'm the guy out there helping companies uh, raise their revenue top, you know, the top some of the top sales organizations in the world hire us to take their revenue from seven billion to eight billion dollars. And I'm out there saying every day you can do it. Uh, millions of entrepreneurs follow me online and social media to learn how to 10x their business. And if I can't pull this task off of going from $100 to a million dollar business in 90 days during COVID, by the way, right? Uh, my more importantly than losing the million dollars is my brand would be tarnished. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Again and again, going back to it, you'd be faking the funk. People would call you out and say you're faking the funk. You well, talk and they talk. should. They, they should look if you can't walk the talk and then pull it off. They should call you out. Yeah. So let me ask you. So this was a this is a massive sacrifice for you, right? You're leaving behind not only your your 10x lifestyle, right? Let's let's be real, right? With the golf stream and whatnot. Uh, but more importantly, I know for you, you left behind two little girls and Elena. So 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 what why was it important for you to do the show? So look, this was the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life. I completely underestimated how emotionally, mentally, and physically uh, exhausting it would be. Uh, I thought when I did this, I told Discovery, I said, look, not only will I do a million dollar business, my goal is 10 million. (laughs) 
and I'll do it in less than 90 days. And I told Nancy Daniels, she's the uh, CEO or the president of Discovery. I said, not only will I do it in under 90 days, do 10 million. I don't need your hundred bucks and I'm gonna bring my family out to do it with me. And I said, I'm gonna make this a family show. Well, once I got to Pueblo, when they dropped me off in Pueblo, first thing I did was call my wife. You guys won't be coming for a while. Tell the kids <laughs> to like, be cool. I don't think I'm gonna be getting you guys out here for a couple of weeks. I still thought I would have them out in two or three weeks. I would not be able to bring them out until 86 days later. Gotcha, okay. And it was yeah. painful, dude. Look, look, I've created a life where I get to hang with my kids. You know, they're homeschooled so that I can spend more time with them. My dad died when I was 10. He was at work every day. I only saw my dad on, you know, partially on Saturdays and Sundays. Uh, because he was out there busting and grinding like so many parents do every day. Single parents are out there, can't be with their kids. And so it was so painful not to be with my wife and kids for that period of time. I know that might not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but I've literally spent 35 years building a life so that I could be with my wife and kids. I didn't have children till I was 51. Didn't get married till I was 51 because I, I, was, so I was so committed to working and building my brand in, in, in a business that I wasn't ready for marriage or children. And now, now I am. And finally, when I got to a place where I could enjoy all that, I take on this crazy challenge. The reason I did it was to prove to America and around the world, because this show will be played around the world. It's in Australia right now, the UK, Canada, it's even in India, tens of millions of people will see this in India. Uh, I'm trying to prove to people that you don't need money to make money you don't even need a lot of time if you know how to move the dime. Yep. And, um, and, uh, and you don't need contacts. Like those things are just myths as long as you have the right strategies and the right motivation. And, and not going in with, that, with, with the contacts, but you need to create those contacts. Because one of the things, so a couple of the episodes have already aired for those of you unfamiliar. And again, you can find out more at discoveryplus.com. Go out to discoveryplus.com. You can catch all the shows, even if you've missed the first couple. No worries, you can get caught up on it. But so, so a couple of things you mentioned. I thought it was very interesting. So I've been following you pretty closely for several years now. I've been to the last couple uh, uh, growth cons, which by the way, check out uh, 10xgrowthcon.com biggest business and entrepreneur conference there is in the world. No lie. You got to go out and check that out, 10xgrowthcon.com. Um, but I thought it was interesting for those of you who don't follow, follow you very closely or are new to you in the 10x movement, you showed a vulnerable side, especially when you were leaving and getting ready to leave. And I think that really showed, and even after you were there, when you were in the RV and you were talking about you, the realization. So talk to us a little bit about that and, and how that impacted you during this challenge. Well, unlike... I mean, you know, I have not been in that kind of situation in many, many years. So, you know, one of the things that made this most difficult is the lifestyle that I have as Grant Cardone. And look, I got, you know, I got a great life. Like, you know, I almost don't want to talk about it sometimes because it, it, it makes people think that I'm bragging. But from, from not coming from nothing at 25, where I, I walked out of a treatment center for drug addiction at 25 years old. I had no money. I was in debt. I was basically unemployable. Uh, I begged the people that I left, the company I worked for at the time, please just give me a job back. If I screw up one time, get rid of me. And they took me back. Otherwise, I wouldn't have, wouldn't have had a job when I got out of treatment. To being where I'm at today, you know, the, the, uh, you mentioned the Gulf Stream. It's, a, you know, it's, a, it's an unbelievable way to travel. 
Uh, we travel mid 19 countries in 29, uh, 2019 before COVID. Uh, I have millions of people that support me online through Instagram and Facebook. And like, it's just, I got a crazy great life and I've, I've built this. I'm not self-made, but, but I built it with the help of a lot of other people and um, from, from scratch, really from ideas. So when I was in an RV and it's 15 degrees outside, uh, I have basically no running water, no heat, uh, a mattress that's not a mattress, it's a box spring. Uh, I have no food to eat and I don't know what I'm gonna do tomorrow. The thing that's pulling at me was this other lifestyle, this Grant Cardone lifestyle. It's like, why am I doing this? Like, this, this is something that was completely underestimated by me. Like, think, not understanding that I had become soft, that the posh life sits there and calls you and says, you don't need to do this, Grant. So that, that was making it very difficult for literally that entire 90 days. I, I had that voice in my head saying, you don't need to do this. You've already made it go home, quit, get back to being comfortable, go back to Miami where it's warm on the beach. So all those things were haunting me. People don't understand once you make it, you know, and I don't really think I've made it, but, but once you get to a certain place, the sure. comfort is so seductive and it actually weakens you. I watched Conor McGregor the other night. I bet against him. And somebody said, why would you bet against Conor? Because he's rich. Yes. He's on a 310 foot yacht. He's got everything he wants. He calls up the roles. He goes wherever he wants, when he wants, how he wants on his own terms. And I'm telling you, you just don't prepare for the fight when, when you have that much comfort for, around you. I, I, it's funny you say that, Grant. I said the exact same thing. My buddies told me I was insane. I said, look, the coup that he created with the Mayweather fight and all that money he made was absolute marketing freaking genius. And you've talked about this before. You know, not to get off too far on the Conor McGregor thing, but he's not the best fighter in the world, but he's the best paid because yeah, exactly. he's the best known. Like you talk about all the time, the best known is not, not you know, that's the, that's the, the ticket, right? Best uh, known beats best, always. Yeah, absolutely. So in an ironic way or in an odd way, I guess, because of the background you came from and coming out of that treatment center at 25, I mean, it's almost like you had to, you, you relived that situation because you came out of there and you're in a somewhat of a similar situation as you, you created with it with undercover billionaire. So how did your prior experience prepare you for the, for, for undercover billionaire? Well, look, nothing prepares you for this. Okay. Like any of you out there, if you get a phone call from discovery saying, Hey, would you be the next undercover billionaire? I'd strongly advise you not to do it. Uh, th this again was the most painful thing I've ever done in my life. I would not do it again if they asked me to do it. I'm glad I did it, but I wouldn't do it again. Um, they've already actually asked me to do some other similar stuff. I said, that'll never happen again. There's nothing you can offer me. Um, look, I had to take attention off my seven businesses for 90 days. I had to become someone else. I spent 35 years building my name and now I can't use it. You know, it's a, it's a crazy paradox, dude. All the things I work to do, now I can't use. You know, I, I spent all this time and energy uh, uh, fin with financial intelligence to get myself in a position where I own my own jet. Now I can't get on it. I've created a lifestyle where I get to have my kids with me everywhere I go. Now I can't have them. Um, you know, it, it's crazy. Like, it, it's the things that prepared me were not back in the day when I was down and out. It was since then, since the treatment center, the 35 years that I have been 
basically recreating myself every day, operating every day as though I have zero. Even when I have a bunch, I still operate as I have zero. Uh, for instance, the first thing, and they don't show this in the show, but the first thing I did when I got to Pueblo was I went straight to the bank. Uh, I was on a call last night, actually, with Discovery, and they're like, dude, how did you know? Because they're looking at the tape. We're yeah. flying into Pueblo, and they said, What's, what are you going to do first? I said, first three things I will do is go to the bank, drop off the $100. Second thing I'll do is go to a gym. Third thing I'm going to do is go look at a business of this for sale. First thing I did when I got to Pueblo was I went straight to a bank, dropped off my $100, got rid of it. They're like, why are you going to get rid of the 100 You need the 100 I said, no, I don't need the 100 I'm going to zero on my own terms. I'm going, I will never spend that $100. And they're like, you, well, you got to spend the money. I said, no, I do not. You think I have to. I know I don't need to. Number two, I'm going to go to work out. And they're like, why do you want to work out? Because people that improve themselves are at gyms. I went to the gym to meet people that improve themselves and hopefully to meet the owner of the gym. The first gym that I go to didn't make the cut. So I went to another gym to work out. I went to two gyms to work out just to meet people. Matt Smith ends up becoming my partner, dude. I was in town 20 minutes, 20 minutes, and just happened to hit the right spot, okay, because, because of, the, of the business strategy. And the third thing I did was went to see a business that was for sale. Uh, Ryan Zupovic, Zubukovic, uh, his RV had been sold a couple years ago and there was still an ad showing up online. So I went to his place to see if I could hunt for a business partner that was already an up and running business. So these were strategies that I had. I didn't, I didn't start a new idea, start a new business, try to create a new business. I was trying to tag along somebody's business that was making some money and maybe I could lift that thing. That was at least my strategy. That didn't happen. As you watch the 12 weeks, you'll see what did, but um, you got to have a strategy, man. You just can't have motivation. You just can't have big ideas. You got to have specific strategy, put muscle on the bone, and then you could build something. Well, it's interesting to me that, and I've talked to several people about this and even on clubhouse, I know you've been active on clubhouse and everything. And I've been in several rooms you've been in and talking about the show, but you know, as I was talking about some of your prior experience, it was interesting to me how you fell back to where you got started, right? And I don't want to give it trying away. To get, trying to get as far away from it as possible. And then I, then, I, then I go back to it on my own terms. Right, right. But I'm saying, saying that, you know, selling cars, right? You're yeah. like, hey, you know what? I got this skill set. I'm kick ass at this. I'm going to lean back on this. I, this is what I got. These are the options I have with the skill set I have. And you lean back on it. Uh, look, I mean, again, when, when t times are thin like that, you got to look back and see what options do you have. Um, so I, I thought that was really interesting. So you can see all the shows, all 12 weeks, even if, like I said, if you missed the first couple, no worries. You can come back and catch up on those. They're quick, uh, quick watch. And I'm telling you, business owners, entrepreneurs, you will, if you haven't seen the show, you have to watch it. I promise you. Not only because Grant's on the show, but you will love the show. The premise of the show is fantastic. So let me ask you, Brent, what was, as you look back now, what was the biggest mistake or maybe the biggest lesson you learned during the project? Well, again, like the 10X rule, I wrote this book in 2012 about, look, you're underestimating the difficulties and the obstacles. Uh, I got there before covid 10 days into the deal, I had some momentum. I'd finally started this relationship with this right guy. I was building contacts in the city. My name was starting to get it around. Lewis Curtis from Los Angeles 
uh, was moving into Pueblo, looking for business opportunities and a business. People were talking about him being a hustler and getting results for other companies. So the buzz was there and boom, COVID hits. The entire country gets shut down. The project gets stopped and I can't continue. So this is, this is, what, this is what stops people. They underestimate the amount of difficulty, I call it gravity. It's gonna pull you back down to earth, not in a good way, in a negative way. It's gonna, things are gonna happen. Bad stuff happens to good people. Bad stuff happens to people with good intentions. And good people, good people tend to be naive. See, bad people aren't naive. They're on the lookout because they know they're doing something bad. So they're looking out for everybody. They're just completely skeptical. They're the other way, right? The naive person thinks everything's gonna go well. And the truth is, Uh, No matter how hard you pray, how positive you are, how good you are to the world, how charitable you are, bad things will happen on this planet. And when you when you underprepare, underestimate, uh, you know, when bad things happen, it shuts most people down. It's like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until they get hit in the face. And, And I got hit in the face hard, dude, over and over. I got altitude sickness twice that took me out. I got COVID, took me out for two weeks. Um, the thing, the, the, my missing my kids, if you take the altitude sickness and the COVID, missing my kids was still 10 times bigger than the, the, the three sicknesses that the, the took me down. Yeah. So again, but this is what people are dealing with every day, by the way. Like the big hook for me in this deal, the big benefit, the big, the, the thing I'm most grateful for doing the show this really reconnected me with what every, what most people, not every person, but what most people are dealing with every day, you know, worried about money, don't have enough time. Uh, don't get to spend quality time with their wife or their, their husband and kids and, and they're crunch, you know, they're crunch with no upside. So uh, I, I'm hoping this show really debunks the idea that you need time, you need money, you really just need a big target. You need compression, compression, a short period of time, and you need a big payoff and you can do anything. Anybody could do what I did if they had the strategy. It's funny. I talk about that all the time. I call it consistent perseverance. You know, you're right. No matter how successful you are, look at all the successful people that we consider successful in the world. They've all been punched in the face a bunch of times. The difference is they keep getting up, right? That consistent perseverance, you know, bad things are going to happen. You can't let it crumble you when it does happen. So, and that's what I was going to ask you is, you know, what's, and you kind of touched on already, but what's, what's one thing, at least one thing or a couple of things that you want viewers to get from the show? Well, look, you got to keep getting up, but you also got to get ahead. See, I know some people that will never quit, but they're never going to get ahead either. So it's one thing you just keep getting up. At some point you got to get ahead. So how you get ahead is you got to have a specific target. You need to make that target public. Yep. And there needs to be a price you pay that is so punishing, either a price you pay that's so punishing or a price where the victory is so big that you're like, I'm willing to get, get knocked down and I'm willing to get up and get ahead. In this case, and maybe we can end on this, is I told Discovery when they said, hey, could you do this? I had a meeting with them in Los Angeles, uh, uh, California. I went to their offices, uh, met with the president. And she's like, Look, you know, I want to meet with you to see if you're going to really do this or you're going to quit. And I said, dude, I'm not going to quit. I didn't get where I'm at today because I quit stuff. I said, number one, I'm not going to do a million dollar business. I'm going to build a $10 million business. 
You want me to do it in 90 days. I'm going to do it in under 90 days. Your hundred dollars, you can keep it. I don't need it. And if I don't do it, I got four bags with 250 grand. I pulled them out of a duffel bag, showed them to her. I said, you can keep these. And I'll buy the crew, every one of the crew, a new car. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you got to bet on yourself. You got to bet on yourself. You got to bet on yourself so heavy that if you don't make it work, the, the, the penalty for me not making this work was so severe that that's what kept me in the game. Also, lastly, and I, I just want to say this, the importance of having your family on the same page. I had my wife 90 days that I was in Pueblo, that she wanted me to be home. She wanted to do other things with me. The kids wanted me to be with them. Not one time in 90 days did they not support me in fully staying on the project and making it go right. So have your team on the same page. Yeah, super important. So again, catch go out to discoveryplus.com to catch all the episodes of Undercover Billionaire. Learn more about Grant's upcoming 10, 10X GrowthCon at 10xgrowthcon.com. Grant, thank you so much uh, for being on the show. I want to, one more real quick thing. I want to, to show how grateful I am for you coming on the show. I want to make a, a donation to the Grant Cardone Foundation, and I want to make sure all the listeners know as well. So what is the easiest way for us to donate to the Grant Cardone <coughs> Foundation? GrantCardoneFoundation.com, GrantCardoneFoundation.com. It helps kids that don't have fathers like I grew up without a dad. And because of that, uh, I went I went from 16 to 25. I had 10 years that were just punishing because I didn't have a mentor, a guide, an uncle. I didn't have that, that direction and strong leadership in my life. So we created a foundation, GrantCardoneFoundation.com, where we help kids uh, from all uh, walks of life uh, that don't have fathers, don't have leadership, and don't have mentors. Awesome. Guys, go out there and donate. I'm going to donate myself. Thank you so much. How much, how much can I put you down for, Ken? thousand bucks right now. thousand bucks. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Thank you, Ken. Appreciate you. Yeah, thanks very much, Grant. Appreciate it. Okay. Are you looking for ways to streamline your business? If so, Pulse can help. Pulse is a CRM and marketing automation platform with many features, such as email and text message marketing, project boards, quoting and invoicing, and so much more. If you're a franchise, we also have a franchise-specific version with robust franchise management capabilities. Request your demo today at thepulsespot.com. Again, that's thepulse, P-U-L-S-E, spot.com. If you find listening to Mr. Biz Radio is helpful, imagine having live access to not only Mr. Biz, but also five other trusted business experts. It's true. You can have live access to your very own CFO, plus a business attorney, a website and digital marketing expert, a sales and growth guru, a financing professional, and a customer experience master. Visit MrBizSolutions.com to learn more. Join Mr. Biz Nation at MrBizSolutions.com. Check out both of Mr. Biz's national best-selling books, Pathway to Profits, and How to Be a Cash Flow Pro on Amazon. Now, once again, here's Mr. Biz. All right. Welcome back. Guys, guys, was that not awesome? Man, Grant always brings it. Those of you guys who follow him know, but he always, always, always brings it. Uh, man, I'm so excited. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, I haven't had a chance, obviously, to listen to it yet. I'm looking forward to listening to it to see how everything turned out. But um, gosh, man, it's just su super exciting. And I'll, I'll tell you, you got to watch that show. Seriously, you will love that show. I wasn't just saying that. Uh, Undercover Billionaire is a great show. The premise of it is really cool. 
and even watch the first season of it, which uh, obviously uh, Grant was not on, um, but super, super cool stuff. Um, so it is time for, as we always do, the Mr. Biz tip of the week. And this week's tip, well, I always say this, it's not a coincidence, uh, and it's not, honestly, it's not. It just so happened how it fell, but I would have I would have switched thing around if I needed to, to have a Grant Cardone uh, uh, quote as our tip this week. But the tip this week is, and I, I promise you, it was just, it is this week's tip. Uh, to quote from Grant, and it is, there has never been a book, audio program, or webinar from which I have not benefited, even from the ones that sucked. Does that not sound like him? Um, and the whole point there is even when the things that, you know, you, you get a book or go to a webinar or something, there's always something you can pull out of it. So um, even if it's 80% of it's bad, there's some 20% in there, some silver lining that you can pull out and learn some good things. Um, so again, that's the Mr. Biz tip of the week. Again, uh, I wanted to kind of go back through that. We skimmed over it a little bit at the beginning, but for those that have not watched Undercover Billionaire, which again, go out to discoveryplus.com and you can, uh, again, watch all the whole season, uh, all 12 episodes of the show. Um, but the show premise is literally they take these people, billionaire people, ultra successful people, they, they take you to an undisclosed location. So you have no idea where it's going to be. Uh, they give you an old beat up truck. They give you a hundred bucks, hundred dollar bill. Um, and they give you a cell phone that has no contacts in it. So you lose all of that. You have to change your identity as, as Grant mentioned, uh, during the first part of the show, he was, and that's why I was joking when I introduced him. He was Lewis Curtis, um, and uh, he did that because his dad's name was uh, Curtis Lewis Cardone, so he switched the middle and first name around, so he became Lewis Curtis. Um, but they put you in the middle of nowhere, and by the way, and we again, we kind of glossed over this a little bit, but the cool part about it is, you know, he talked about, Grant talked about, you have to bet on yourself. Well, that's exactly what you do, because if you are unable to build a $1 million business within 90 days... You have to contribute a hundred or, or sorry, you have to contribute a million dollars to that business. And that's exactly what happened in season one. Um, so I guess I kind of just ruined that, but I wanted to, if you haven't seen it, but I want to let you know um, the guy for season one, if you don't want to know this, uh, plug your ears for a minute, but uh, the results from season one, Glenn Stearns, who was on his business ended up being valued at $750,000. So he had to put a million dollars of his own money into that business to help it thrive. And he was in, um, I think Glenn Stearns was in Erie, Pennsylvania. Um, so, they, you know, they're picking these towns that they're not putting you in the middle of New York City, right? They're putting you into some smaller towns, make it a little bit more difficult. Um, and again, as, as we talked about a little bit and alluded to, the first two episodes have been released already of this, this season of Undercover Billionaire. Um, but again, you can catch up pretty quick, but um, it's, it's really neat. There are two other billionaires that are part of the show this, this season, um, uh, Monique and Elaine. And it's really cool to see. That, so the first season was just one person. This one has Monique, Elaine, and Grant. And it's really neat to see the dichotomy of how each of them approach. They all have the same situation. They're all in three different cities, independent of each other, all going on at the same time. But how they each approach things like one of the things, and again, we didn't get to get into all the details, but think about it. You get dropped off in the middle of the city uh, that you don't know. You have no idea. It's, I don't know. I think when Grant got dropped off, it was, I want to say it was three or four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, you have no place to sleep. What, what are you going to, you gonna, I mean, you could sleep in your truck, I guess. Right. Um, so an interesting thing, how do you even approach that shelter, just basic shelter? So looking at the different approaches that each of these different uh, billionaires took during the show, 
the different business ideas they came up with, you know, Grant's approach versus Monique or Elaine or even season one with Glenn Stearns. Um, it's it, to me, it was very fascinating to see and sort sort of, you know, dive into how these people that are just ultra, ultra successful people, how do they break down that problem that, that, that they're trying to solve that challenge that they're trying to, 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 to overcome. And, and so it, that, that's why I think the premise of the show is really, really interesting. And I'll be curious to see how the other two, uh, Monique and Elaine from the season do as well as, as everything pans out. They've each taken uh, very different approaches. Again, I won't, I won't give that all away, but uh, again, super, super cool stuff. And I did mention, and I think maybe once during uh, the beginning of the show, but those of you who are unfamiliar uh, with the 10X movement uh, that Grant founded, you know, he's got a, a book called the 10X Rule. Definitely recommend that to any business owner. Um, and frankly, it's it's not only for business owners, it's for everybody, but very good book. But he has a 10X Growth Conference, uh, 10xgrowthcon.com that you can check out. It's coming up. It's March 12th through the 14th. I would go out to that website, check it out, see if it's something you'd be interested in. I've been to the last two. They are absolutely amazing. I can't imagine that I'll ever miss one in the future because they are just that good. Um, so really, really, really good stuff. And one of the things I wanted to mention is a lot of business owners come to me seeking strategies to improve their cash flow, especially during this pandemic. Unpaid invoices offer often play a role with those challenges. Luckily, Porter Capital, Mr. Biz's go-to business lender, you can receive funding in, in less than in about 24 hours. So to get working capital you need when you need it, visit portercapital.com forward slash Mr. Biz. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget, cash flow is king. This has been Mr. Biz Radio. To learn how to become part of Mr. Biz Nation, visit MrBizSolutions.com. For access to free weekly content, subscribe to the Mr. Biz YouTube channel and follow him on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and Twitter. To listen to archive shows, you can find them on the Mr. Biz Solutions website.